Man, we gotta start using Apple Cash. Okay, why? It's so easy and convenient. Apple Cash lives in messages. All right. So I can pay you in the convos we're already having. Not forget a payment or have money sitting somewhere just collecting dust. Oh, that is nice. And then you can use that cash right away and buy stuff like at a store with Apple Pay. I don't have to do all that bank transfer stuff. Nope. It's just right there. Easy, convenient, and secure. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? See how easy that was? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. Named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times. Every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to, well, part two of our special Sminty Makes Cocktail Happy Hour, because this is now Annie's turn to bring her creation to your ears. And I I have to laugh because in making mine, Annie, do you realize how much you have (laughs) used? And this, this is like, I was like, I need a tumbler. I don't have like a giant tumbler for this. So I had to cut it in half. I'm sorry. No. Uh, in order to in order to keep up because we are actually recording both of the happy hours uh from the previous one to this one back to back. So that means we're having two cocktails. Yes, it's that kind of day. And for myself, I'm like I need to slow down just a little bit so doing the full amount of the mm-hmm. chosen cocktail would be too much. But before we get ahead of ourselves, can you tell us about this cocktail? Yes. Well, okay. Perhaps first, drink responsibly <laughs> if you choose to do so. <laughs> Secondly, if you listened, so it's kind of odd, but Samantha does half of the happy hours. I do the other half. So even though these are, there's an episode of mine in between, we're doing two of Samantha's back-to-back. Uh, but this was uh, Samantha's idea that we would each turn in a cocktail uh, and then have each other make it and try it. Um, and I sent three ideas. I sent one that was essentially like a frozen watermelon gin lime situation, which is one of my favorite things. And if you've heard that past episode, it was kind of a play on what I used to drink in the summer 
non-alcoholic with my mom. That was just so refreshing. And I call that one the Flames of Mustafar. And then I came up with another one that I thought was just funny. And it's just coffee with a shot of tequila in it. And it's called Coffee One Kenobi. Because right now... On Archive of Our Own, the fanfiction website, it's a huge tag. I wish I'd written it down, but essentially, like, if the Obi-Wan Kenobi show is an Obi-Wan Kenobi just drinking tequila and crying, then I don't want to be there. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. This one is called That's So Feech, uh, which features a Ewokese curse word. Uh, so <laughs> I like I like the sound of Feech. I also thought it was funny with that. So Fetch. Anyway, uh, it's a play on a Paloma because we were trying to make things that each other would like. And I know that mm-hmm. you like grapefruit and I know that I you do. like jalapenos. I do. Uh, interestingly, as I mentioned in the previous episode we did with Samantha's cocktail, there was a jalapeno simple syrup involved and then I got rid of it because I never do that. And then she did it for her cocktail. So now I feel kind of silly. Um, <laughs> but it's very close to the Yubnub cocktail, which I've described before. Uh, but it is a lot of alcohol. And in fact, I've made sure, because I did base this on a Paloma. I guess a Paloma is supposed to be equal parts alcohol and grapefruit juice. But uh, essentially, <laughs> it's two to four shots Tequila, whichever way you're going, uh, and two to four shots grapefruit to match it, and then one ounce uh, lime juice, and then uh, top it off with sparkling water, and then garnish with jalapenos. If you have the uh, know-how, wherewithal to make jalapeno syrup, then put that in there. I added a little of the um, basil simple basil? syrup from the last one, okay. uh, actually. Yeah, right. it's really nice. It's real nice. So this is different from the Yubna because A, it doesn't have basil unless you added the basil simple syrup. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't use uh, gin and it doesn't use the black pepper. And I think the thing that's missing, because I had admitted earlier, I had to cut all this in half, but also I needed a little sweetness, which would have been the simple syrup, but because you excluded that process, <laughs> we don't have that sweetness in here. So I added agave. Uh-huh. which we have on hand. Um, and then I also, in my shaker, I used the jalapenos to put into that to add that spicy because I love a good spicy kick. It's true. Yeah, Grapefruit is one of my favorites. Basil is one of my favorites. And jalapenos are my favorites. Like, I have a lot of favorites. But yeah, I like a good spice. Grapefruit is right up there. I do, our favorite drink, which is close to the Yub Nub, is something that's uh, a popular here in Atlanta uh, called the uh, In the Park, which is all of those things uh, with the gin and the basil. And I love, 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 love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is very nice and tasty, very bright. I love the jalapeno addition to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is good. Yeah. I would have I would have absolutely done the jalapeno simple syrup with you. <laughs> I get why you didn't. You were trying to make it simple and I, I never was. make things simple. So it was kind of like the two personalities that came clashing together. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just funny because it's not that hard as we discussed in the last one. But I was just like, I don't want to make Samantha do it. And then you were like, Annie, you have to make this. <laughs> it's just our two different personalities shining I'm through. I'm like, this is easy. You can do this. Let's go. And you were right. You were right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, because I had made the pumpkin spice uh, simple syrup type of thing. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah. Before. And it was so easy that I was like, this is super easy. The only problem is because you create it, make it out of fresh ingredients, you have a small amount of time yeah. to use it. Yeah, so that is you, the difference uh, in those. Because that, I that's use it. 
one of the things I was worried about was uh, I just didn't want it to go to waste. But you halved your recipe, yes. right? And so it, I'm already almost through with it. Uh, yeah, so that's perfect. You're right. It's going to be like for one more drink and you're good. Yeah. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Life is busy. There are so many things on your to-do list with so little time to do them. And you're always thinking about others' needs before thinking of your own. Trust me, we understand. Kim Crawford does too. That's why they're inviting you to experience Golden Hour, your chance to reclaim your time and laugh with your favorite people, play your favorite song on repeat, gaze outside your window and daydream about your wildest dreams, or celebrate your victories. No matter the moment, you can savor it all with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. As the number one ranked Sauvignon Blanc in the U.S., Kim Crawford has classic aromas of lifted citrus, tropical fruit, and crushed herbs to help you stay in a golden hour state of mind. Because golden hour is more than just time, it's whenever you want to savor amazing. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more. That's KimCrawfordWines.com to find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. One of the things that we have not discussed, and this might be one of those moments where we are getting deeper than anticipated. Okay. But I don't think it is. But I also know you well enough that sometimes it diverts very quickly. So we'll see. We'll see. But why do you think it's important? And why are you so into naming all of these Star Wars puns? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Samantha, prepare for a 10-hour lecture. Here we go. (laughs) I think I just... I know people, there are some people who hate puns. And they're, in our office, our office is like a house divided with people who love puns and people who hate puns. And uh, because of that, 
there was a article that circulated it was many years ago um it was about why people like puns and when i read it i was like yeah the, i i like the fun aspect of it like it it makes me excited mm-hmm. i get excited mm-hmm. about it when i find one i like i'm just more thrilled than is probably appropriate um <laughs> but it, it's almost like a game it's like a puzzle mm-hmm. it's like ooh i know there's something there i can tie it into this and then you're kind of interweaving your passion in my case for star wars with what you think the drink means and the ingredients in it. And it, it feels like a mind exercise for me. It feels mm-hmm. like a, yeah, like a puzzle. Like I'm trying to solve a Rubik's Cube or something. And when I do it, it's just so thrilling. And there's, uh, like during my Dungeons and Dragons session where almost <laughs> all of it is just Star Wars puns, I get a big thrill out of like the kind of groaning, begrudging smiles I get out of people when they're like, oh, Snowy one Kenobi, huh? Like, I don't know. I just really <laughs> like it. It's silly, but it's rewarding to me, I guess. And one of the things we've talked about for these episodes is it's not research. We don't do too much research. We just want to sit back and talk. It is kind of uh, something that we do selfishly because we want to take a break uh, from the deep dives. And and I think we've talked about how long it takes us to go through a researched episode and doing it well and trying to get it done appropriately and um, as unbiased to a certain extent of an ideal of it. And it takes a lot out when we go into deep, dark episodes. And so we decided for things like happy hour, we just want to let it be. And sometimes it takes us in a therapeutic level Sometimes it's just very uh, vapid and silly, and we love that. But, you know, one of the things I would say about puns in general, I don't do puns well. I can't grasp it. I am fairly uh, literal when it comes to things like that. I'm like, this is silly. What are you doing? Um, But I also think it's partially because I can't. Like, I really just can't get into it because— I don't have that wit. When it comes to sarcasm or playing off of people's comments or reading people, I can do that all day. When it comes to puns, it's a whole different level of wit that I can't hit. And I really think it takes a lot uh, deeper level of intelligence to get to this point. Intelligence and imagination. So, and again, this may have everything to do with my own, like in my trauma, I had to grow up. In your trauma, you are able to recede into uh, fantasy, which we talked about a lot. And that might have something to do with it. I don't know. This is all conjecture. This is all an opinion of my own. But from what I can gather, people who do puns well are highly, highly imaginative, highly uh, intelligent, and are quick on their feet when it comes to these conversations, which I do find funny because you also laugh at your own jokes yeah. A lot. <laughs> I do, yeah. <laughs> and that's amazing. That's amazing to be able to do that. I find it funny because as we were talking about uh, the episode preceding this one, part one, about like, okay, can you make this a pun without it being Star Wars? You're like, I refuse. And not at all. And I find it funny because it's more of me teasing you than anything else. I'm like, yeah, this is kind of that level of like, I'm not into Star Wars. I can't think of puns. So in my mind, I'm like, I don't, I'm going to make it an allegory of something rather than a pun mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or a metaphor of some sort instead of a pun. And I really thought that was interesting because you do 
find joy. There are a lot of people who find joys, but there are also people like, this is the lowest point of humor. Why would you do this? And I'm like, but can you do it? (laughs) I don't think you can. I can't. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's certainly varying degrees of good puns and bad puns. And I think there's a place for all of them. I do... When I love something, it's hard for me not to love it everywhere. (laughs) So like, Star Wars puns, Star Wars food, Star Wars, like, it's hard for me not to do that. And I think it feels, yeah, you know, you're right. We're going to go deep. It feels kind of like (laughs) a really innocent thing for me. It feels like such a, a nice time where I can just innocently laugh at something that is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and find such joy out of something that is ridiculous. Yeah. And I know it. And I enjoy it. Like, it's a fun... Over on Saver, every episode we do is pretty much a pun. And I send my host over there, I send her 15 to 30 puns (laughs) for her to go through and decide which one she thinks is good because probably half of them are very specific to only me and no one else will get it. (laughs) But I'll sit there and I'll be laughing on a work day just like, ah, this pun about bread. Oh, (laughs) I'm on fire today. (laughs) (laughs) And I know I just, I don't know. It just feels like a very light moment. And as you said, our jobs can be, I mean... Very, very grateful for them, obviously. But they can be hard to talk about a lot of the stuff we talk about. And so it's sort of like a nice space that I've carved out um, where I get to have this sort of innocent joy. Um, Right. But also, I'm just a big nerd. I just like... I like giving names to things. I like making things into a bigger deal than they have any right to be. <laughs> like, I like that. <laughs> and I think that's okay. Like, this is a whole level of, like, when it comes to you and I, our reactions are very different. Because as you like to name things, I do not. Um, even growing up, I realized how odd I was because I never really gave names to my stuffed animals. To the point that I was so on the nose that I had a sad story, ready? When I was in the orphanage preparing to come to the U.S. after being adopted, my now adoptive parent sent me a care package that included a very generic yellow bear. The only toy I've ever had. So I've never grown up with toys. It was always told to me that I could not receive them. It was something that I had to earn and I was not good enough to earn. Like I was physically told that. Literally, they would show it to me, put it away, and then it would be discarded. Um, So this was the first time I had something that was mine, and it was youthful. So this was age six. I was getting this. Uh, Before I left, it was stolen. And it was stolen because no one in that kind of space, none of the kids got things. So obviously, someone wanted it. And it made sense that and I didn't push through. It made me sad, sentimental-wise, but it was what it was. Came to the U.S., had a little like baby shower-ish, I guess, adoption shower. I don't know. Shower where I received gifts and I got a duplicate that was blue. So the original version was yellow. Long story now that I've made this. But because I was so excited and it became my favorite toy, I still have it to this day. I did not name it for years and realized how odd that was in comparison to all the other children that I was like, oh, I have to name it. What do I name it? And I named it Blooper. Because it was blue, and it spelled B-L-U-E-P-E-R. Like, 
that's how original <laughs> I am. But I could not find the significance to do so. And the childlike love of something, it, I kept it because it was sentimental. It wasn't because, you know what I mean, that there was no passion towards it. I, I, I still have it, like I said, and it is sentimental. But if it disappeared, I'm not sure if I would be sad. But all of that to say is like the reaction between you and I have are so different that I love seeing that. Also makes me think that I'm the abnormal one in this scenario. But I do wish I could have formed those attachments. And I think it's very healthy that we, you can and find that joy. And a majority of the people we know in our office love this because the inside jokes that happen in our office are typically around puns. It's a... It's a thing to behold, everyone. <laughs> it is a thing to behold. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag-A-Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Life is busy. There are so many things on your to-do list with so little time to do them. And you're always thinking about others' needs before thinking of your own. Trust me, we understand. Kim Crawford does too. That's why they're inviting you to experience Golden Hour, your chance to reclaim your time and laugh with your favorite people, play your favorite song on repeat, gaze outside your window and daydream about your wildest dreams, or celebrate your victories. No matter the moment, you can savor it all with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. As the number one ranked Sauvignon Blanc in the U.S., Kim Crawford has classic aromas of lifted citrus, tropical fruit, and crushed herbs to help you stay in a golden hour state of mind. Because golden hour is more than just time, it's whenever you want to savor amazing. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more. That's KimCrawfordWines.com to find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Recently, we've, um, as we mentioned, we had to move offices, and that involved a lot of moving of things uh, into my apartment. And as we've said, I'm a very sentimental person. 
And so I just have so much stuff and I had to go through it. And I, I don't know. I find it interesting that it's like you and I had the opposite where right. I was like, I have to hold on to every shred of everything. And you were like, it, it could go away at any minute. I will right. never get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There are some things that I'm like, oh, and I'm sad by it because I want to, I love it because I like the design of it or I like mm-hmm. the uh, aesthetic of it. But sentimentality is like, I know I should feel this way. So this is kind of where the, like the reactive attachment of like not really knowing, but kind of knowing. And I'm trying to figure that part out. Like, okay, this is this is what's considered normal. Mm-hmm. And so maybe I should lean into that. I've talked about collections and such before and having to pretend like that I had deep hobbies like this. Yeah. But, you know, that's, that's, again, a different conversation in itself. Again, I knew we were going to go a little deep on this even though it was a simple a question, question. <laughs> simple, silly question, uh, because there's a lot of depth to our humors and our loves and our passions. And I think it makes a lot of sense. And, and also like bringing it to craft. So you will always remember these names. I will always forget them and you have to remind me because I have no attachment to it. That's kind of the other part of that because same thing when we do uh, our little Star Wars cocktail time. I yeah. do remember the Tatooine sunset, yeah. but then like that's it. That's almost it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I mean, you've said abnormal and all this stuff throughout. I don't think that's. I have a lot of friends who are similar to you, where they don't. They find it strange that I have, I've like saved every card I've ever received. <laughs> that's not, I don't think it's strange. I feel like that's what I know more of. My my family are very sentimental in the same way, so that's mm-hmm. why I'm like, hmm. In this one, I'm the one out, odd one out. I mean, I, I think it, I think there are gradations. And I think you and I do have, we have very different reactions. But I know plenty <laughs> of people, you are not in my circle abnormal. And I would never say uh, somebody right. is abnormal for that. I think like, for me, trauma, like fiction has been so much of what's gotten me through trauma. So like... When I think of Tatooine Sunset, I'm remembering of, oh, God, when every time I see that scene, I feel so good and everything else doesn't matter. And it just feels... <laughs> so I think that I have like an emotional... Right. With every to name. Yeah. So yeah. I, that makes sense to me uh, that I would have that yeah. and you wouldn't have that. Yeah. It's a lot to think on based on pun-named <laughs> alcoholic beverages. I think we're going to have to have a... It. I think we're going to have to have a revisit and I'm going to go over my worst Star Wars puns I've ever made. And I think it's going to be great. <laughs> I think we should. That might just I be think... shots, though, to be honest. <laughs> That's a very special episode. <laughs> I would love to do it because I have them all written down for this Dungeons and Dragons things. I just have a document where I make bad puns. <laughs> you so. sent me some before. You're like, look at this. And I was like, oh, my God. You're like, here I we don't, go. please stop. Here we go. No, it wasn't a police like, like, here we go. Bracing myself. I sent you all the, some of you have sent me uh, the messages, but uh, yeah, Mark Hamill's autographs re- recently yeah, went viral, yeah. things he thought no, no one would ever see. And I was like, look, see, <laughs> 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 I'm already working in this wheelhouse. So I feel like I got my creativity is <laughs> just beginning. Destiny. <laughs> destiny. I think a lot of people would argue puns are the dark side, but I would disagree. <laughs> Well, yeah, this really went places. Who knew? (laughs) Cheers to you, Samantha. Cheers. And cheers to you listeners. Uh, If you want any of these recipes, just email us and we'll send them to you. They're pretty simple, but 
just let us know. And if you have any recipes you want to share with us, because as we mm-hmm. mentioned, we would love like a official sminty cocktail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can email us. Our email is Stephanie and MomStuff at iHeartMedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast or on Instagram at Stuff I Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christy. Thank you, Christina. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest, named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times. Every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.